0: What's up, guys? I'm Jared Lopes, and you're listening to the Dad Tired Podcast, where I'm helping everyday families learn how to follow Jesus in everyday life. How's it going, guys? Jared Lopes back here with you on the Dad Tired Podcast. Hey, if you just stumbled upon this podcast, welcome. We're glad to have you. We've got a closed group on Facebook, a guys-only group with thousands of guys from around the world who are taking their faith, their family, and their marriage very seriously. We would love to have you come be part of that group. You can do that by going to dadtired.com, clicking the community tab, and that will link you over to that closed group. Uh, Today, I've got a guest, John Fuller. He hosts one of the most popular Christian podcasts on iTunes. It's called Are You Real? Uh, John is a really likable, down-to-earth guy. I I really appreciate how raw and vulnerable he is. Uh, But his passion is to help people figure out what their purpose is, how God has uniquely designed them for the glory of his kingdom. Uh, And so he, he just he, he hosts a podcast every week where he's helping people figure out, like, how has God designed you and what does that mean uh, to live within your purpose and calling for, the, for your good and for God's glory. So uh, I'm super excited to have him on today. Um, so here's my new friend, John Fuller from Are You Real Podcast. All right, John, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, before we get started, tell us who you are and what you're up to these days.
1: Man, my name is John Fuller, and I what, what am I doing, man? I am a podcaster. I am a writer. I have a book, um, but by trade. So I'm like Paul. Paul made tents by day and preached by night. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I do is I build homes, do remodels, uh, and I remodel people's lives. And then by uh, night, I speak a little bit, um, podcast a lot, and uh, just trying to make an impact uh, with people around me with what God's given me. I just want to be a good steward over that. So that's kind of briefly what who I am and a little bit about. Oh, and I am an awesome dad, and I'm <laughs> even a better father, fo- uh, better husband.
0: Wow. that's awesome that's a great description man
1: (laughs) well I I think sometimes we need to own it I think uh it's easy to beat ourselves up I mean honestly I think there's there's always don't don't hear me wrong there's always room for improvement but I really my heart at the end of the day is you know someday I want my kids to say I was I was very well loved hmm. and um and and my wife I want you know all those when when there's a day I'm on my deathbed I want my family to say, you know, John made it. He loved us and he furthered us to be better people.
0: Yeah. So what do you what do you feel like you're doing? This is interesting. So what do you what do you feel like you're doing? That's like, man, obviously, there's all kinds of room to grow. But but what, what kinds of things are you proud of in, in the areas of parenting and being a husband that maybe you can pass on?
1: Yeah. So like with my kids, I have three teenagers now. Um, mm. I have one that's 17, 15 and 13. Um, I have two girls, one boy, and I've been through a lot in my life. Uh, I've experienced a lot of things, um, and that's because of that. It's given me a huge uh, empathy and an understanding. And having been in the church now for 19 years, uh, I don't want to be that parent that I've seen that is so harsh and so judgmental that your kids can't do anything because you're scared that, you know, the devil's going to take them type deal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to where I love my kids the way Jesus loves me. And what I mean by that is, uh, I'll just give you an example is there was a time that my daughter, my oldest had her first real boyfriend and we prayed about it. And, We understand I'm real big on personality types and taking like a disc test or Myers-Briggs, things like that. And we understand our daughter. She's a lot like me. And knowing that if we went to her and told her, you're not going to date this boy, um, she probably would have just been like, I'm going to do it anyway. And and I get that. And, And a little bit of rebellion there, but she's also a teenager. And so we said, okay. So what we did was, is we just loved her and walked her through it and told her, said, you know, we know that this isn't the boy for you and we don't necessarily agree with it, but the entire time we were praying that, uh, that their relationship would break up and we just loved her through the process. And what was amazing is when they did break up, uh, she was in tears, bawling and and came to my wife and at several points and said, um, you were right, mom. Mm -hmm. And. That was awesome because, you know, now we're a couple years down the road, but what that did was, is that brought a closeness in our relationship to love each other mm-hmm. and understand like, uh, what I told my kids was, I said, I'm okay with you messing up in life. Like you're going to mess up and I, I don't care. Like I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. I said, but where I'm going to step in and really crack down is like on big sin issues type stuff. Like we're not going to go get drunk and go to a party Mm -hmm. or things like that. I mean, there's some things. And the reason is, is because I want my kids to experience failure, just like I believe the father allows us to experience failure. Yeah. But at the same time, he protects us and he loves us. And, and that's what I try to do for my kids. Um, and for my wife, um, I feel like, uh, we're going on, this will be our 20 year anniversary.
0: Wow.
1: And I feel like for the first fifteen years, I was a just a bad husband, and mm. what I mean by that is I loved my wife um, and I was committed to her and all those things, but I'm real driven and I was a workaholic. Um, mm. do when you have kids and you're broke, man, you're working. I mean right. you're trying to figure out how to put food on the table and and uh we owned a couple businesses and I was trying to get one of those to take off and all that said, I just I never met my wife's emotional needs. So this last several years, I've really committed to saying, hey, just just listen or take some time or or just slow down and enjoy the moment with my wife. So I've been really I've been really making an effort to be intentional about my relationships.
0: Yeah. How, How much of your like parenting strategies and what you're learning as a husband, how much of that was a reaction to your dad growing up?
1: Uh, That's funny you say that. So I feel like a lot of my life I learn from people's mess ups. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say this, so don't hear me wrong, but this is uh, part of my personal. I just can't stand stupid people. (laughs) I mean, I just can't. I, I just have zero tolerance for stupidity and. And what I mean by that is sometimes like people will just do stuff and you got to know this as a pastor, like people do stuff and then they're just like, I just don't know why that happened. Right. <laughs> and I'm like thinking, really? Like you couldn't sit back outside of the situation, look at what you did and think that was stupid. <laughs> right. right. Um, so that being said, that's just how I learn. I, I, I observe people's stories and circumstances and things around me and I learn from those. And I didn't grow up in the best environment. My parents love me. Um, you know, one thing like this is this is a terrible example. So I want you guys to to see the story behind this. But I'll just give you an example. So like when I grew up, I didn't I wasn't in a saved home. My parents um, were addicts, uh, different points of their lives. But through high school, like my parents are basically like this. Um, we know you're going to drink and party. That's fine. Uh, we're not condoning it, but we know you're probably going to do it. But that being said, if you're going to go get drunk, uh, we'd rather you just party at the house, bring your friends over. And if you go out somewhere and do it, um, don't ever drive, call us, we'll pick you up. Yeah. So now granted, that's obviously I wouldn't ever tell my kids that, but, (laughs) but at least to the extent to say, you know what, in, in a non-Christian way, my parents were like, it's okay to screw up, but just don't go outside of these lines type thing
0: yeah
1: and I've used some of that with my kids like you know my kids don't party or any of that stuff I I really am blessed I get a lot of compliments on my kids uh, which speaks honestly a lot to how well my wife homeschooled them at one point Mm and we've raised them but I've learned like I've learned a lot of what not to do if that makes sense
0: Yeah. Were you, I mean, were your parents like, were you close to your parent? Were you close to your dad growing up? Was he a positive example for you?
1: Um, in, in different ways. Yeah. So my dad's a very hard worker. He's, um, uh, in the construction industry, he's really smart and very entrepreneurial and he's just kind of a no nonsense, get stuff done type guy. Yeah. Um, so I learned, I feel like I learned really good work ethic from my dad. Uh, he was a great example of work ethic. Um, not a good communicator, um, at, at all, actually, now that I think about it. Hmm. Um, and then my mom is, that's really complicated for me. Uh, part of my test, my mom's been in and out of, uh, prison, uh, f- since eighth grade. So since wow. I was like, what, 12 or 13. Wow. A- and I've seen my mom literally, I think three times, uh, in 20 years, in the last, I think, five years, she's uh, she's been homeless, living on the streets. Mm. And uh, just recently, I think she went back to jail for a while. But uh, I talked to her through Facebook every once in a while. But um, unfortunately, um, she's an amazing woman, has tons and tons of artistic value to give to the world and very sweet. She just has a lot of emotional stuff. So because of that, uh, it really hindered our drugs and alcohol hindered our relationship.
0: Hmm. So, how do you go from the, you know this kind of a broken upbringing, uh, and and now you're working as, as you said a tent maker. You're you're remodeling homes and uh, on the contracting side of things. And then how do you, how do you go from that to like starting a podcast where you're talking about loving Jesus?
1: Um, uh, is that like two questions? You kind of want to know like how I made <laughs> that transition, or just like the podcasting side? Well,
0: I mean, like how did it pop into your idea? How are you like remodeling a home and then? thought, I want to be on, get a podcast going too. How did that happen?
1: Yeah. Okay. So about three years ago, I was really trying to, on this journey of discovering like what God had for me, my gifts and my talents, what I love to help people with now. But then I was on the journey of, you know, we're all designed, like you can't look at nature and not see design, right? So air was designed for us to breathe. Trees are literally designed uh, to produce us air. They clean the air. Uh, the sun produces, uh, light, uh, all these different things, right. As we look around us. So why is it that we, as people think that we don't have a specific purpose? Hmm. So I started looking around and I'm like, I had to be designed for something. Like I, there's something in me that's in my DNA that God created, you know, since my mother's, I was in my mother's womb, God knew me and formed me. There's something in me that the world needs.
0: Yeah.
1: And as I was on that process, I started, I took the, uh, uh, strengths test, uh, strengths finder Yeah. and, and kind of started looking at what my strengths were crossed with part of my personality, what I love to do. And uh, I was listening to this guy one day, and I think something came up on my feed. It was like, hey, have you, you, know, start a podcast, free course or whatever. So I was like, huh, that sounds kind of cool. And at the same time, there's there's two reasons I did this. One, I'm discovering what I like. And at the same time, I'm frustrated because I felt like there was nothing out there at the time to promote the Christian body yeah. of, of all faiths. Like I'm talking about it doesn't matter if you're Catholic or Baptist or Pentecostal or non-denomination, just whatever – Like, where is that unity line? And I didn't see anything out there. And I thought, you know what? I want to be that guy. Mm. I want to be the guy that tells people stories, gets to interview people and promotes people and what God's doing in their life. Mm,
0: That's cool.
1: And I thought there's no other way that I knew of at the time than a podcast. I was like, man, I'm just going to do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do it. You know, I joined a forum, learned some stuff and literally just did it and have been figuring out the process for the last year and a half. And it's going really well. It has. It's been a blessing um so we we pop up a lot of times in the top 5 in iTunes under religion and spirituality um which because of that brings a lot of more people like people that have never heard us and then I spent the first year year and a half just building a platform um of listeners and then since then um, have stayed true to what I originally wanted to do. And I brought on, I think five or six more hosts. So Mm -hmm. now we have a show that releases every single day. Um, mine's more on purpose and people. And then everybody else that I brought on my show that are hosts talk specifically about a subject. So one of my friends does one on just the psyche of success. One is, uh, my wife does a fitness one. I have a friend that does one on church and then uh, another one does just on business and then another one on uh creatives music and art.
0: Hmm. that's cool, man. How, yes. How, I'm sorry to interrupt you. What were you going to say?
1: Oh no, man, you can ask me anything. You keep going. Oh, dude, I'll talk your ear off, I promise.
0: No, well, that's why we had you on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious like how many in your experience now you've been doing this for a couple of years like specifically talking about purpose and and figure, helping people figure out their purpose and how that uh fits into the bigger story of God like I don't know. I I feel like I interact with so many guys who just have this sense of purposelessness. They're just bored. And I always say boredom just leads to sin. Uh, It's just not good for dudes to be bored. It's like, uh, I I know that there are a lot of guys who are listening to this right now. and like, I can't figure out my purpose. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. I'm just working 50, 60, 70 hour weeks. I'm coming home. I'm tired. My marriage is maybe on the rocks. Uh, Like, where does a guy begin to start to find his purpose?
1: So one thing, um, that I do and, and I'm not trying to plug it or anything, but plug it Okay. So on my website, I, I wrote a book because of that. It's called DIY remodel your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can get the first chapter for free, but to answer that, if you go on our website, you download it for free You can buy the book on Amazon, but it walks you through like a It's questions. I got, it's funny. I'll run into people and they're like, Hey man, I'm loving your book. Just got it. Uh, and I'm like, cool. How far are you? And they're like, oh, I haven't got past chapter one yet. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> and I've heard that several times. And and this is why it asks questions and you got to fill in the blank. Mm. And the fill in the blank is is asking you the questions like, what do you like? What you know, if you got something, for instance, if somebody paid you five thousand dollars a week and you had no worries about finances, what would you go do? Um what do you enjoy doing? Like, there's very specific questions. Like, where's your deepest pain? Like, a lot of people don't realize that our deepest pain is our place of rain. And what I mean by that is, is, is like some of my biggest hurts in my life are some of the biggest areas I have compassion for to help people get through. Mm-hmm. And what my book's very intentional of asking people, like, hey, this is how you put these things together because man, I'm with you. If, if you, um, the scripture and and I'm going to hack these, I always do, but talking about, uh, where my people perish for the lack of vision, uh, Habakkuk, I believe. Um, the problem is like you said, if we don't have an idea of who we are, what we like to do, you know, our purpose should be like the overflow of who we are, should come out of our marriage, our being a parent, our work, everything like purpose. Like I'm not just like, I love podcasting. Right. And I love, um, I love remodeling in the physical, like, cause I build homes, do remodels, but, but that's not my, that's not my identity. And it's definitely not just my destiny overall purpose, but the remodeling concept comes out of me everywhere I am in life. Like I love helping other men becoming who they're called to be. I want to help my wife become the best she can be my children, uh, my homeowners that I do work for. That's just the overflow of who we are. So I think it's really important as men to discover that because it brings so much clarity in every area. And then we don't end up just sitting on the couch drinking a six pack or doing something that we shouldn't be doing because we're bored at night because we don't have a sense of purpose.
0: Right. How'd you go from, you, you said the first 15 years of your marriage, you felt like you weren't that great of a husband. How'd you go from just working? sounds like maybe your identity might've been a little bit wrapped up in, in your work and the businesses. How'd you go from that to like being the kind of intentional shifting your time and your calendar to be more intentional husband?
1: That was, uh, discovering me. So like I, I spent the first probably 15 years of my life reading a lot of self-help books, a lot of stuff, because I was just so jacked up um, as a kid and had so many hurts, wounds and issues to work through that I had a, I had to make a decision. Am I going to continue down the road of being miserable and or am I going to change? And and also, am I going to believe everything that God has for me? Because there is a lot of promises in the gospel And I decided that I was going to believe who God said I was. So on that journey of discovering me at that point, I discovered my purpose. Once I discovered my purpose and I was grounded in who I was, um, what I was called to do and, and realizing that I'm loved. Like, I think that's so important. Men just need to realize, man, you are loved. Like Mm -hmm. the father loves you more than you could ever imagine. There is not a sin or a thing you can do or a works you can do that will ever separate you from the father. Like he just loves you. Mm. And when we can ground, ground ourselves in his love and our purpose, what that does is for me is it changed my focus and it changed my shift. Um, now don't get me wrong. There is times even there's sometimes I'll go an entire week where I work too much because there's so much going on that I have to sit down and be intentional and say, Hey man, my wife's going to be really frustrated or she already is frustrated. I better deal with this. Yeah. Um, and slow down and be intentional. It, that's, I keep using that word and not on purpose. It's not a word I usually use, but be, uh, I'm intentional about life.
0: Yeah. Well, you Obviously our podcast is geared towards husbands and dads. I know you're you're busy. You got all kinds of stuff going on. So I want to let you get back to all the good stuff you're doing. But uh what you know what would what would be some parting words to the young dad, the 20 late 20s uh dad or maybe early 30s dad who's just they, they haven't been in marriage 20 years. They they've only been maybe 5 to 10 years and got young kids. Like what are your parting words for that guy?
1: Um man, you can't buy those you cannot buy those years back, I promise. Mm-hmm. And I would be intentional, love your wife. Um, you know, I heard a guy say this about kids, but I believe it applies to our wives too. He said, um, he was talking about daughters. He says, if you don't love your daughter, somebody else will. Man. And I thought, dude, heck to the no on that <laughs> one, man. I'm like, that ain't <laughs> happening. And the thing is, Is if we don't love our wives, she is designed by God for relationship and communication. And, you know, we I believe when we don't meet that need of our wives, we're setting her up in a situation for the enemy to tempt her to get it somewhere else. Mm. And I don't want to be that guy. And Mm. I have been that guy. And so I would tell that guy, um, man, love your wife. Uh, love her, lay down your life for her, listen. If you're not good at something, figure out how to get good at it. As far as listening skills or something like that, that wasn't always easy for me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, just serve her and love her and, um, and just be, be everything that God's called you to be and lead your house, uh, in prayer And, and those things just be intentional about being married and, and stewarding your family. And at the same time, we all got to provide, don't get me wrong. I got three kids. I've been broke. I've had a lot of money and I've had no money Yeah. and everything in between I've been there. But when you're working hard and you're trying to grind out those early years of making money, just make sure you don't put sacrifice your family on the altar to make sure you have money. It ain't worth it.
0: Man, that's a good word. That's a good word to end on. John, thank you so much for hanging out today, man. I appreciate you popping in and sharing some nuggets with us.
1: Absolutely, man. I love you. And uh, if anybody wants to to reach out or needs help, our, our book it's uh, areureal.org. Uh, we got it on the front um, of our website. It's free on that front page. And if you got questions or need anything, man, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to help uh, any of your listeners if I can.
0: Perfect. I'll put all that those links in the show notes so you guys can just click right over and check out.
1: Awesome.